0: Thank you for listening to
1: Cafecito With us.
0: us. I'm Sarah. And I'm Diana. Please remember to subscribe. And leave us a review. All right. Hello, okay. everyone. Hi, so everybody.
1: In today's podcast, we're actually going to discuss a question that I've had on my mind, and it goes something like this. What is one thing you wish you could change in your community now to create change and impact So I am going to kick it over to you, Sarah,
0: and then I'll take it from there. So assuming that money is, accessible, we have, this is like dream world. We have all the accesses, bridges, systems, everything (laughs) is like created, right? Exactly. Um, Okay, so one thing you wish you could do in your community now to create change or impact. I was thinking from a local perspective, over the weekend, because I was I was watching this docu series, and it was how much impact there could be if our local like municipalities um, could take charge over like higher bigger issues. So, for example, the the whole thing that I was watching was about veterans mm. and like the homeless situation. Yeah, and like time and time again, we hear people. Well, like just just give people homes, and it's like, well, no, it's it's more than that, right? Like the homeless issue is more than people not having homes. Like there's no infrastructure for jobs. Yeah. Um, Then you know there's there's also these higher rates of like. Incarceration and just like what that does to communities and like, yeah. you know, all of, all of these and different mental things, health, too, mental so health, right? And like substance abuse. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just like a lot, but specific within veterans, mm-hmm. right? And like, I don't come from a military family, but it's just something that I've always been very interested in because there are veterans, right? Yeah. Like they do a lot for us. And the fact that vets don't have the support that they need when coming back after serving is just a complete disappointment. It's heartbreaking. Um, it's heartbreaking, and it's heartbreaking because like a lot of society doesn't have support, but like we're talking about veterans, mm. <laughs> right? So like it's very upsetting to me. So what I was thinking over the weekend, and I was like, how great would it be if? our local municipalities our local tam- townships right like so when we pay taxes where we live it's broken up into different things right so there's like schools which is the majority of where a lot of like our our taxes go and then there's like streets parks and then if it's part of the county then it's part of the county but uh-huh. like what if <laughs> what if a portion of money from a local perspective went to schools and to support our local veterans who live in town. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. how much and, and so when and,
1: you say schools
0: for veterans or you're saying separately? Like so separately because we obviously fund education like we have to fund our schools we have to make sure that our schools have mm-hmm. proper infrastructure like we're we're trying to create safe and safe environments which also mm-hmm. goes into a different topic with like <laughs> how certain schools and certain townships based on how much Taxes are paid based mm-hmm. on like the income level. Some schools are better than other schools mm-hmm. and other districts. And then we have redlining and, and all of this stuff, Sorry. right? <laughs> but like in this dream world, if there was this move to be able to use local tax money for people who lo- live in town, specifically veterans who are facing all of these different issues... Um, to get assistance. And the assistance is not like, oh, just a home. It's like, yeah, everyone deserves to have like shelter, but there's so many other factors that need to go. Like you want to create a sustainable society. You want to be able to provide people training for jobs or like medical support. And if from a federal level that's not existing, like I feel like we just keep kicking, kicking like the bucket down the road and like Nothing is really happening. Yeah. So like what if that was a local initiative? <laughs>
1: I mean, so in my community where I live, there's a lot of shelters. Mm-hmm. Um granted, I'm not entirely sure. So some of them are private, some of them are though from the city. Mm-hmm. And so I think to some degree, right, some of the those funds, those local funds are being used to address homelessness. The problem is, right, that's just temporary shelter. Um, and, you know, there's community-based organizations that do referrals and there's pockets of services here and there. But there's like a whole larger conversation about the employment system. And that was actually my response is going to be just the employment opportunities. Um, right? Because there is a workforce development infrastructure in place. There are programs, plenty of them, and funding, both private private and public, but the way those programs are designed are just not conducive for the real world, right? People just can't stop working, stop paying bills and go to a training full-time, right? Otherwise, they get kicked out. If In the system, they see that they have even worked a part-time job. So there's a lot of that that I think doesn't make sense. Like in theory, yes, certainly someone should be quote-unquote focused and (laughs) going full-time to trainings. But they have to put, you know, food on the table. So it's like they have to work. So how do you, and if there's no stipend and a lot of programs don't have those stipends, Mm -hmm. like, how does that work? But for me, it would be um, the whole like matching of employment. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's just so much potential in our community, right? And you even see like street vendors. And I'm like, I know for a fact that they have the capacity, right, to really bring their gifts. And it might be sales, but it might be not in a fashion of selling you know, and no, described to like the street vendors, um, you know, the informal market exists for a reason, mm-hmm. right? They're hungry for opportunity. They need to put, again, food well, on a table and have a roof over their heads for their families. But I think there's so much one that our economy could use, right? Um, and it's, again, it could be sales, the fact that they're bilingual, trilingual, the fact that they're hustling. I mean, there's so much there they could use in other industries of growth and innovation where I feel like our community is missing out and a lot of that has to do with just the systems in place the barriers the opportunities right the fact that they have to work and they might not even spend the time and no one's educating and informing them of those opportunities so for mm-hmm. me employment is a really big um mm-hmm. issue and topic i would w- i wish if i was like merlin a wizard and had a wand and could just fix like <laughs> that would be the thing
0: well it's like the restructuring right i, I think i think that what this these changes would require is innovation from larger institutions from the very top, from a leadership Mm -hmm. perspective to say, okay, this is where my company is. Mm -hmm. I'm in a major city. I'm in this, what do I need?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like forget what's already written into the jobs that exist within this building. Right. But what do, what, What do I need? Like, how do I make this better? Mm -hmm. And I think that maybe I'm wrong because I'm not an executive of (laughs) of like a major company. So like there has to to be, right. There has to be an innovative way of creating a business model, right? Mm -hmm. To say, okay, I'm here and I have X amount of like informal, vendors outside yeah. selling
1: fruit i think about it or all the selling time.
0: sandwiches <laughs> or selling xyz yeah right obviously there are policies in place for our safety for our health right mm-hmm. so like all street vendors that's that's kind of the obstacles that we're talking about right so like street vendors and anyone selling food has to get a permit through the health department To make sure that you know they've passed and they've gone through like inspection Mm -hmm. and all that and that's to protect a society as a whole right like policies are in place for a reason however i think that a lot of policies were created in a period of time when the world didn't change as it looks like now Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of these policies require a little bit of revision and amending to say how do we make this easier for people to be able to contribute to our society, right? So if the local street vendor is having an obstacle in getting this permit to be able to sell at a broader level, or for me to even be able to say, listen, I have a stipend, I can pay you X amount, and I need X amount of sandwiches. I'm, I'm just making this up, right? Yeah. So like X amount of sandwiches, but I need you to be able to have the permits in place. That's the only way that this, but I'm gonna help you get these permits. Yeah. Right? So, like if I'm thinking of my business model, do I want someone selling out there, or do I want someone to be able to sell in here and have their business set? and then you know, the garbage isn't being left in front of my building, mm-hmm. right? Like so how do I become innovative in that in that space? So I just think it requires a little bit of innovation and a little bit of creativity from people at the top.
1: And it could also be though like mismatching right, in other roles and other jobs, like the taxi drivers, when you like talk to them and hear like back home from mm-hmm. what they did or in their former, whatever, working careers, it's it's insane to me, like that there's such a mismatch, you know, they could be an engineer, they just, they're a cab driver here, mm-hmm. um, you know, cleaning folks, janitors, I mean, it, really truck drivers is anyone that, uh, again, I, I feel like there's a mismatch and like potential, and what our um, economies need. I think the other thing, you know, you mentioned education, funding locally, the education system. That is also another um, area where I, I think we could do more. And to your point, like the private sector, the employers who know, right, what the future quote unquote demands and shortages might be. They're just, I feel like they're not doing enough and could do more, right? Because there's an extent where the public sector has done what it has done and this is why the infrastructure exists but and there's philanthropy and there's granted a lot of partnerships and collaborations from other sectors but i think the private institutions employers i mean we've seen this in healthcare the fact that there should be more diverse providers and i'm like well who's coming to our communities and showcasing all these employment opportunities And it doesn't, I mean, healthcare is one example. It's the same thing for technology, like the tech sector. There's so many jobs and yet we can't find, right, the folks here in the U.S. But I'm sure the talent exists in our communities. It's just we haven't been topped.
0: Yeah. It's, I think, again, I go (laughs) back to, so I am, I dream of ideal world and like I, Think and I truly believe that solutions are there. I just think someone with a louder voice, or not even a louder voice, because I'm pretty loud, but like with the position, with the credibility of a, of a higher yeah. position, could do a lot. Yeah. and I would, I would ask for that. That if you are in a position of power and not major power, but like power that you people but, listen yeah. to you, that you have the ability to have oversight over budgets and how things are spent and, you know, for a business, for an organization, that you tap into yourself and, and have a little bit of a moment of, like I guess, like a coming to Jesus or like a <laughs> conscious <laughs> moment to say, yeah. am I really doing as much as I could, given the power that I have in the opportunities that have I've created for myself because you are in these positions because you've created Back these opportunities somehow, yeah. for yourself, right? Like you, you know what you're doing to an extent, right? So like, am I using my power to the best of my ability? Could I do more? But, you know, in my idealism, realism, dreaming, way people i guess the or maybe this is what i perceive people think that i'm just i just dream and like there's no logic behind it como que vivo soñando and like no. but how much money is wasted <laughs> from mm-hmm. an organizational perspective and like i understand pr and marketing is necessary for your business to grow like that is It's needed. But it's not about slapping your logo or your brand on something and then that's it, right? Like, wouldn't it be better? For a day. For a day. Or a month. (laughs) Or a dinner. Um, Like, (laughs) wouldn't it be better? Wouldn't it be better if your company or organization was known for doing something long term? Yeah. You know, like, you know, if, if there's just so much. Wa- and like, t- let's go back to wastage, right? Things that go in the garbage mm-hmm. that could be beneficial to other people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's, it's, it's like, if yeah. you're going
0: to waste, if you're going to throw this in the garbage, why wouldn't you look for a space where you can donate it? Mm hmm. And, like, again, this goes back to, like, a lot of liability issues. So, like, this isn't a world where, like, liability legal issues aren't an issue. And, like, you can just donate things. Because, like, again, you want to do something good. You want to donate food. Mm -hmm. God forbid you donate it and someone gets sick. Mm -hmm. It's a lawsuit. So, like, there are a lot of these obstacles and, like, red tape for organizations Mm -hmm. to do good as well. Mm -hmm. So, like... I, I see I see yeah. both sides of it
1: That's a good point right there's so much also um, the private sector and other corporations or enterprises that would want to help can't necessarily do right where they can they should do and it's it, it, the other thing is they shouldn't try to do everything right and I think that's part of the problem to your point with the marketing they're trying to do everything for everyone. Without really doing anything, mm-hmm. it's like you could invest and focus on certain communities and do it well on your special taste exactly. But, um, that's,
0: but that's the thing; it's like you can't be everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. So pick what you're good at, invest mm-hmm. in that, and make partnerships and create partnerships with other organizations that can focus on the different things, so that you all are a well-oiled society. <laughs> But then what comes into play is company ego, like organization, like ego, right? Like, no, I need to be louder, stronger, and bigger than X company. Yeah. I So we're talking, it's, it's <laughs> I think to require the change that I would like to see in the world. People wouldn't be selfish and people could play in the sandbox together. Mm-hmm. That's what my ideal world looks like.
1: I like that idea world. I want to be part of that idea
0: world. I mean, I think it's possible. Yeah. But it's it it requires a lot of like cultural change. Mhm. Company cultural change. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean there's there's so much like there's there's so much that could be addressed and fixed locally. Mhm. That again, I just think it's important to know what's going on locally Mm -hmm. so that because all of this is public knowledge right so like budgets for your townships and for your cities public knowledge Mm -hmm. it's they have to they have to publish what the what the township is spending town hall meetings that's what Therefore, yeah. like you can see, go and ask questions. I feel
1: like the, the education system, though, see, this is a, we're kind of like in a different, I feel like. We place, figured this out late in the game. Later, right? <laughs> I think, though, that whole like notion of like civic, right? Duty, mm-hmm. responsibility, mm-hmm. civic society, that is something that should be early on. Agreed. Embedded in our education system. Agreed. Like as kids, like we should want to look forward to, <laughs> right? Speaking Agreed. up and joining and giving our um, thoughts on, on, to your point, these community meetings, feedback budgets, like, when at what point? Right. That is something my parents didn't do here. Like they just right. weren't.
0: Um, in well, that like medium. our school, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't taught that either. Like the only time that we would talk about, I guess, civic duty was during election time. Yeah, in school, and we weren't eligible to vote yet because we were, mm-hmm. you know, under the age of eighteen. But then, even then. Yeah, obviously elections matter, but like no one talks about local elections. Exactly. Like no one talks about when there's a local election for mayor or mm-hmm. for school board or for council people. Like no one talks about how important it is to know what like district you're in, <laughs> who your council person is, what the council person is for. Yeah. This is it's new, missing. like this is completely for, even for me, I would say this is awakening. This is like new information for me within the last like five, six years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like late, late twenties, I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> you mean I have access to all of these things? Mm-hmm. I could ask these questions. And they have to answer me?
1: It's sad. No, no, it is. But I mean, to your point, most people don't really get involved until they have like homes too. That's the other thing. And it impacts like their taxes, it impacts the streets, the garbage collectors, and it's like a whole other ball game there. But yeah, I think that whole education system and how they weave in civic responsibility is super important.
0: I mean, there's a lot of like from the local perspective too, right? So I didn't go through public education until Mm -hmm. high school, I was in a, I was in a Catholic school up until like eighth grade. And then high school, we had, you know, our other education. And then I went to college and, you know, that was that, but our education, (laughs) I feel, and again, I haven't been in school in a really long time. Things have probably changed. Things I'm sure are, are probably better, but like the amount of stuff that you learn versus the amount of practical things that I think Would need Mm. to be taught. For example, I struggle with math. So for example, like imaginary numbers and algebra was like. What? But if someone would have taught us like to balance a checkbook or like mm-hmm. understanding Actual the percentages of, of exactly yeah. understanding like the percentages of credit cards and how to pay off debt and loans and like what a good interest rate is, like what good credit is, like local, yeah. th- I think I I perceive this as such an opportunity to be able to. Engage and teach on a practical level. Not saying algebra isn't important. I'm sure it is for some professions, and I'm sure people use it all the time. I have not. I use geometry a lot more because I'm at Home Depot. And like, you know, I I need to, I need to, I need to know that versus like and basic arithmetic. But like, balancing a checkbook, credit, understanding credit, why it's important to have credit, Mm -hmm. what that looks like. If you don't have credit, you can't do anything. Like all of these things there's just such an opportunity financial literacy is like it's on topic mm-hmm. which is something we should probably talk about <laughs> in another True. in another episode right. but yeah i mean all of it all of it
1: so basically our one thing became many things but what <laughs> i'm hearing is we would address Right, homelessness specifically for the veteran community.
0: Mm-hmm. At a local level.
1: At a local level. We talked about employment opportunities and sort of the, the the matching, right? Due to the mismatching that exists now in our local communities. And also addressing the education system. <laughs> so super light
0: topics. <laughs>
1: um, a lot. A lot is happening in our local communities and it's just we see the the potential, right? And yeah. the and the capacity that we have. And so I guess to close it off, like my question right to the audience would be like, what would you do and what can you do um, currently now in your shoes to to give back and to assist your local community?
0: I I think, the beauty of all of this and 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 even the beauty of this podcast, which I appreciate, is like there's no limitation in what you can think of and what opportunities and ideas yeah. you can come up with when you engage in conversation about different things. And and like I said before, we we are out of this stage, right? Like yeah. I am I am not I'm not I'm not a veteran. I don't have mm-hmm. I'm not from a military family, mm-hmm. but it me interests either. me, right? Like me homelessness, thank God. I've never been homeless, yeah. but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't care about people who are homeless, exactly. right? Like I already went to school, <laughs> but these are things that like, if they don't affect you directly, I think that's the problem. Like, I think that no. when things aren't affecting you directly, you're like, oh, well, someone is someone is thinking about it and someone will address it. But the reality is not a lot of people... If, if we all came together and said, their struggle is my struggle, what affects them affects me, mm-hmm. we could probably be in a better in a better place.
1: Yeah. And I think the reason why we think like this too, uh, Sarah, is because we really are community oriented and centered. We really do care about community. And so that's why we see the world as like it imp- impacts us, right? Even if it's not directly to your point, we don't have veterans or we're not in school anymore. I think that's part of the selflessness. Um, And I think that's why you and I gravitate, right? Our values of giving back to community, social responsibility, I think it's all of that. That we really do
0: care. And to learn, Mm -hmm. right? Like just like reading on different policies Mm -hmm. and like what exists, what doesn't exist, what benefits, if any. But yeah, I mean, we urge, this is just, you know, conversate, we're just talking, we're just sharing ideas, we're just sharing our thoughts. Hoping that, you know, this also sparks this curiosity, this natural, healthy curiosity mm-hmm. within you for listening to be like, oh, I didn't I'd like to learn more mm-hmm. about something different that has nothing to do with me.
1: Exactly. No, totally. Um, keep being intellectually curious. Yeah. So thanks. all. Thanks, everyone. Till next time.